The year is 2023. PBS Plus has just launched bringing the world's streaming services to 4,387. How can anyone be expected to go through all this content? Fear not, loyal passengers. Captain Joe Shoes and his first mate Mez are here to travel through space and time to bring you the best nuggets pop culture has to offer. Strap in. It's time for the Car Jomez Podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 329 of the Car Jomez Podcast. I'm Mez, and my co-host, as always, is... I'm Joe from the Car Jomez Podcast. Yeah, you are, buddy. What's up? Happy New Year! Yay! (laughs) Gomez, I have made... Such changes Woo. since last week. New year, new me, new J-O-E. That's what they say. That's what they say, and that's how I live. The I am so much better a person today than I was just a week ago. I love how that works, bro. The calendar changes. Woo! Brand new person. You get to start fresh, bro. Anything you want. I have been absolved from all my prior <laughs> sins. <laughs> I am now the world's best person, and I think the great beings in the unknown have gifted me this platform to spread my humility and tell everyone about what a great person I've become. Wow. I can't wait to see how you mess this one up. (laughs) I I can't possibly imagine what you mean, Gomez. (laughs) You're going to start off so good. I just can't wait to see the slow descent. No, never, never. (laughs) When you're gifted, I I mean, people don't get opportunities like this every day. They get them once once a year. Yes. Once a year. Oh, that's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. So you can't screw it up. Don't don't mess it up, bro. (laughs) Did you, uh, you, did you actually make it to midnight? I know a lot of us old people, we don't even bother trying to stay up to midnight no more. I did. It was not easy. (laughs) In fact, it was quite difficult at times (laughs) around 930. uh, So I spoke about I was going to a party. I went to a party at uh, Matt Cardona's house uh, and I'm standing there with Brian Myers around 930. And he looked at me and he's like, I can't believe we've got like two and a half hours more of this. (laughs) It's like I got two kids. I'm usually once I put them to bed, I'm usually done. And I'm like, I'm just old. I'm usually done too. <laughs> oh, I, most of our friends are old, and all the memes I was seeing this year were pretty much, bro. I don't know if I'm making it to that ball drop. It seemed like everyone just realized, what am I doing trying to stay up to midnight? What's what am I doing? What's the point? Like, what, what are you really missing out on, bro? It's <laughs> been plenty kiss of years. Someone new at this age, no. like exactly, I, like. I, you know, when, when you're a young person, you at least have the opportunity to go out there sure. and sample the wares of the opposite sex. Sure. Or the same sex, should you prefer. Whatever you like. But when you reach a certain point, a certain age, for the most part, you're doing it with the same person over and over. And you know what? Like, is is this is this New Year's kiss really going to be that much different, that much better, that much more interesting than the last fucking nine years? 
Maybe. Maybe you get kinky on New Year's. You try something, try something well, sexy well, you know, as the ball drops. You do like some cosplay. You put on a fucking <laughs> Easter Bunny costume and shit. The ball drops and you come out the bathroom dressed as a whole new character every yes. year. So... <laughs> it gives you an opportunity for costume changes and make you think you're kissing someone new. See? In that way, you know? So what, what, what were you up. dressed up as? <laughs> as you're a, you're very... a married man, and, and you've been with your wife basically for fucking 90 years, so. I dressed as very tired, lonely boy. My wife usually works New Year's. She's usually off for Thanksgiving and Christmas. So she's like, New Year's, who gives a shit? I'm going to work New Year's. So usually we just FaceTime each other. So there's no there's no New Year's kiss or anything like that. But you know what it is? Like, we get excited about, like, calling everyone. And then, like, you and I are guilty of this, too. I'm about to sure. indict people, but I'm included. Sure. You know, we're all sending text messages. Happy New Year. Yeah. What are we thinking? Bro, it's what? just fucking Sunday. <laughs> bro, we survived another year. Isn't that an accomplishment, bro? No, especially these past couple years. Whew, no. Us surviving is a big deal, I think. Gomez, how many more of these do you think we have left? Three, four tops. I like seriously, like <laughs> you know, you're, sometimes you have to sit there and say, "Listen, how many more New Years do I really have in me? How many more do I have in front of me?" For me, it's not that many. So you gotta, you gotta celebrate. You gotta stay up. You gotta make no, it worthwhile. I just. <laughs> You know, it's like going to work, bro. I'm just trying to get to three o'clock. <laughs> oh goodness! <laughs> did uh, did work offer you anything nice? Like, you know, you got a, a Christmas meal. Do you get like a a fake apple cider glass of something, they, a champagne toast some, or uh, something? They brought in a box of chicken wings and an appetizer sampler from Buffalo Wild Wings, threw it on the table and said, here you go, guys. Split this. Listen, it's better than a lot of other jobs, though, to be honest. I mean, yes. So, <laughs> that's very nice of them. <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings. I haven't been in a while. I gotta go to some... Buffalo I'm not a big B-dubs guy. Some of my friends are, like, huge into it. Uh, you know, uh, uh, Swaggle especially is a big yeah, Buffalo Wild it. Wings guy. It's like if you want to send him some, he's always asking for Buffalo Wild Wings <laughs> gift cards. I love it. <laughs> Me, it's all right. I guess it, like it's fine, but I like, you know I like trying different sauces and stuff, so I get excited because they got like forty fucking flavors. Well, so you like, know Ooh. what my thing is too is I'm not necessarily a wings guy. Sure, I'll go okay. to Buffalo Wild Wings, but if I go, I'm having you know a, some kind of wrap or a sandwich or something. Mm, I think they got a pretzel for an appetizer that's good, I think. It's been a while. Awesome. I don't really. And I know they got exclusive Mountain Dews. I'm not a big Mountain Dew guy. Maybe if I was, I would go more often. I don't drink soda, so I wouldn't know. It's not... <laughs> Mountain Dew has never been. Never New been Year, new me. 2023. <laughs> I love it. We don't put sugar in this tank. All I drink is soda now. No more water. Only <laughs> tang. That's what I drink. You know, if you're watching the YouTube version of this, you can see. This is a He's bottle not lying. Of Holy H2O. shit. Whoa, is there sugar on the bottom of that or something? No. It's 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 not the classic drink from Men in Black, sugar water. Um as people have come to know and love. This is actual Florida spring water, which let me tell you, not great. You know, I got to say I, I don't know if I could trust you because Nowadays, I don't know if you see like shit like this where they got these sodas that are like fucking clear, 
you get like a black cherry soda and it's fucking looks like water. It's crazy. Have you seen these? Like no, no. artificial color bullshit. Why would I want that? I don't know. I mean, it's just because it's supposed to be healthy, I guess, not to have so that I, die. For a while, I would drink Zevia. Zevia okay. was a, a no sugar, um, like kind of like a healthy alternative for soda, like zero calorie, yeah. you know, no additives. And everything was clear. Very expensive, though. Like a six pack would run you like fucking 10 bucks. Well, put that like, dye in. Let me save some money, bro. Shit. Yeah, that's why. It's taking like, yeah. something out. And this I'm is paid what more? sucks about trying to be. You need to be rich to be healthy. You need to be rich to eat right. You need to be rich to drink specialty fucking diet sodas. But you know what? It's a lot cheaper to get 79 cents for two liters of Diet Mountain Lightning. And, and the world be damned. That's how they get you, bro. Why, why should I eat a healthy meal that's going to cost me fucking 14 bucks and be like fucking two bites and I'm going to be starving afterwards when I could go to McDonald's or Taco Bell and get 11 items for 13 bucks? <laughs> bro, you brought up McDonald's. Do you know? So the McDonald's by me, their breakfast ends at 11 o'clock, right? Okay. Uh. I remember growing up, it was always 10.30, right? It was always 10.30. I always feel like it was 11, and then it got lowered to 10.30. So I always remember the 10.30, right? So now I'm used to 11. So I'm driving by, and I see uh, McDonald's. They got the steak bagels back. Now, I'm not going to sit here. Not all locations. So like I'm mine, not... for instance. Really? That's crazy. That's so crazy. Believe me. I'm dying for it. That was my favorite. I am not a McGriddle guy. That shit could go fuck itself. Fuck I want guy. that steak, egg, and cheese bagel. So I saw something. Like, oh, I haven't had one of those. I'm a McGriddle guy. Team McGriddle. We know it's the best. But, you know, st- steak bagel every once in a while, sure. So I'm excited. I'm saying, oh, shit. Let me- There's one coming up here. I'm on the way home. There's one coming up. Let me order on the app. Get it mm-hmm. ready. I go on the app. Their breakfast ends at 10.30. I'm like, what? I thought it's supposed to be uniformity with these McDonald's, bro. No. I didn't know. Each one does their do... own thing. My what McDonald's doesn't fuck? even have the fucking bagel. And this you're talking about fuck? uniformity over times? Because I figure you do the times. At this time, we do breakfast. At this time, we do lunch. This is crazy. So I didn't get so, to have so it. So you wanted to change 30, their 10, whole 20. business model just to appease you. No, I just want it to be, if it's this time, it's this time. I don't want to be surprised when I go, what if I wanted breakfast? Well, maybe in that location, they're not a big breakfast person. So they they say, well, get rid of it by 1030. People want McNuggets now. What I do love is seeing the signs for like New Year's. Like, oh, we're going to be open at nine o'clock. We're going to be, the Burger King by me said, we open at 11. Don't even bother coming for breakfast, bro. <laughs> Don't even bother with that Don't shit. Don't worry, Burger King. Ain't no one coming to you for breakfast. <laughs> That's why they say, I think we could take the morning off, guys. Yeah, I, th- I think we could push those croissants <laughs> back a day. Oh, I was, I was like, wow, I didn't know we could just skip breakfast like that. Okay. Crazy. These fast food places are crazy, bro. Come on. And and we say this as people who met while working at a Burger King together. And yeah, listen, <laughs> we're not missing out that much with that breakfast deal, are Come we? Come on. Cinnamon sticks. That's about it. You know. I, I, did I like used that. to like those French toast sticks. The, the French toast sticks. I like the um, 
I don't know. I don't think they do it anymore. That enormous sandwich where they would use mm. the chicken, the chicken uh, sandwich bun, and they'd put a big fucking yeah. egg, and they put all the meats, every yes. meat they got. That Sausage, was good. bacon, and ham. So good. I don't think they do that no more. So, 22, 23 years ago, actually, this is how old we are. Got kind of drunk at a New Year's party. I was just a young buck, a dime in my pocket and a dream in my heart. I had some friends over, and I picked up the old guitar, and I started strumming a song that I wrote in the moment. Mm. And I just started singing about breakfast at Burger King. And I would just sing, hold on, I got a guitar right here. What? <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> this is my souvenir Coco guitar. It is the same as Senor De La Cruz. Very nice. And I would just play the guitar, and I'm gonna play this for you, right? This is the first a live performance on the Card Jomez podcast. What a way to kick off the year, bro! Unbelievable. Yep, that's, that sounds good. Perfect. Sausage, bacon, ham, egg, meat, and cheese. Sausage, bacon, ham, egg, meat, and cheese. Sausage, bacon, ham, egg, meat, and cheese. And that was the whole song. It's a great song. Straight and to the top. Sausage, bacon, ham. Obviously, the three meats that they offer a breakfast at Burger King. Egg, meat, and cheese is the order of which you make the sandwich. You put on the egg. You put the meat on top of that, the cheese on top of that. That's how you make breakfast at Burger King. And now you are all smartened up. How fast did you used to make those Whoppers? Remember, you used to do like Whopper competitions? Eight seconds. Eight seconds. God, it's a fast Whopper, baby. <laughs> At one point, I put on my resume, like in special <laughs> skills. <laughs> it is impressive, bro. In special skills, I put can make a Whopper in eight seconds. Because I remember like the managers used to think they could do it better than me. And I was like, nah, uh <laughs> Hold it, buddy. <laughs> I love it. Eight seconds, like Luke Perry, bro. Yes, exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> Only alive. Oh. <Aww. laughs> oh, how was your New Year's party? Did you have a good time, bro? Yeah, I know you don't. Fun. I, you don't I, get out much. You know what? You know what the thing is? Is like I've gotten so used to not doing anything that yeah. it's almost like, oh my god, I can't believe. Like, why am I doing? You know what? I'll cancel. I won't go. I don't. I'm always go. like that. Yeah. Like, uh, like Cameron from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He's like. They're going to keep calling. They're going to keep calling. Oh, okay. 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 I'll go. I'll go. I'll go. I think that's most of us at this point. We make plans and then we go, why do we fucking make plans? Yeah. Now we got to go do them. But, but then like, if you, you go, go you, you have, have a good time. Yes, so it was usually. cool. There's a ton of people I didn't know. Uh, if you've seen the Instagrams of other people who were at the party, maybe you could point out who was who. <laughs> I definitely cannot. I love it. Standing next to stars. You don't even know it, bro. <laughs> well, except me and uh John Morrison are good buddies now. I love I love to hear that. We all love John Morrison. <laughs> John Morrison and Taya are just great people. Great. And Taya is telling me a story about how one time John got really drunk and wanted to sword fight. Like legit sword fight. <laughs> okay. And she's like, John, you're drunk. Like, we're not we're not playing with swords right now. Because John has an impressive sword. I was punch. gonna ask, but where did the swords come from? John, if likes I want swords. a sword fight, I, 
I'm shit out of luck. Jomo <laughs> likes his swords. So <laughs> finally, like Taya catches up and she's kind of drunk. And they, they end up getting these wooden swords and start doing like a he starts like putting together a sword fight scene. And they start going through it. And Taya turns around, you know, swings the sword and catches him right over the eyebrow, fucking busts him open hard way. Oh my god. <laughs> so she's telling me this story. I'm fucking dying. I'm thinking this is great. Uh and then later on in the night, Matt Cardone is telling everyone I do porn. So everyone's asking me questions about being in porn and what they would have to Google or go on. Like, what would they have to search on Pornhub to find me? Which, listen, it you'd have to do some detective work. I'm not going to tell you what to look up. You can find it. But, I mean, it's not easy to find. But as I'm getting ready to leave, Jomo goes, hey, I'm a big fan of your work. Not that I've seen it. I just appreciate that you do it. <laughs> he goes, hopefully one day you could give me some tips. He goes, because Taya would appreciate it. And I said, well, listen, <laughs> kettlebells. Ooh. Do kettlebell workouts. It improves your hip flexibility and your fuck muscles. And Ooh, like he gets his fucking eyes perked up because he's a he's a guy who apparently looks like he likes to work out. A man doesn't like wearing shirts, so you <laughs> no, can't, you can't not work out when you can't wear a shirt. Jeez. And I said, so he's like, oh, that's actually really good to know. I said, and hopefully one day you could teach, you know, give me some sword training. And my man's face lit up. Brian and his wife were there, Liz. <laughs> and they just watched, like, his eyes, like, bro, you being serious? And I'm like, yes. Like, he's like, if you ever come out to California, I could definitely. He's like, I got tons of swords. I got tons oh of swords. Oh, my God. <sighs> so Brian was like, what the? What just happened here? And I'm like, I I guess uh, WrestleCon, if I go out there for WrestleCon, I'm going to hit up Jomo and get some sword training. I love it. He probably talks about his swords all the time, and everyone's always like, this fucking weird guy with his swords. You come along, you're like, bro, teach me some swords. He's like, yeah. <laughs> he got a new best friend, bro. Like, there's a scene in Step Brothers. Like, you want to go out to the garage and do karate? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do we just become best friends? Yep. 100%. He finally found someone interested in swords. I Yo, love it. And it was just like one of those things where like he didn't say anything for a second. It's just like his face just completely got like that is you know up. little kid on Christmas look on it. He ended his year off perfect, baby. He was the perfect cap to 2022. Oh. <laughs> Did you have a lot of fireworks by you? No, actually. I heard a lot of people saying that. I, I feel like it's mixed. Sometimes we get it. Sometimes we don't. Fourth of July is usually stupid over here in this area. But uh, I, I didn't really I didn't really notice much. Not really. No. I've always looked at Fourth of July as the fireworks holiday. Yeah, New Year's was always so like, oh, maybe while, like a little. Yeah. Let me tell you, the fireworks really? that we got on Fourth of July over here was impressive. I mean, there were some people putting on fucking Macy's displays. I kept waiting, hoping to see my favorite firework, which if you're a longtime listener to the show, you know it's the one that explodes into the shape of a cowboy hat. It's a good, it's a good did, one. Did not get it, unfortunately. Bastards. And then when I kept saying it, because I was standing out there watching it going, Come oh, on. Man, I really hope we get to see the one that explodes into the shape of a cowboy hat. Uh, Liz Myers looks at me. She goes, does that even fucking exist? And I go, what? Um, yeah, like, has she ever seen fireworks before? Bro? Like, what is, is this? Your first fireworks? What are you doing? What, this is unbelievable. 
That's one of the best ones. Come on. Oh, <laughs> such a good firework. That's a good one. Oh, yeah. So thankfully, that's not a uh, fireworks legal in uh, Florida. I don't even everything know. Everything is. COVID I legal. I figured everything's legal. I, I don't know. Because I feel like the past couple of years, 4th of July, it's been a little less. Like they're starting to crack down a little bit over here. For oh, once. bro. We know. get like tents set up in Walmart parking lots with people who, I, I'm not joking. I believe <laughs> it, bro. I love it. <laughs> like you'll have a guy set up a giant tent in the parking lot with a big sign that says, get your fireworks. You know, it. even if uh, come summertime when we're closing in on Fourth of July, they'll set up displays actually in the Walmart where you could go get like your Doritos and your fireworks all in one end cap display. God bless. That's perfect. <laughs> Just everything all in one. Fucking Walmart is the best for that. You know, it's like my great 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 grandfather Ulysses S. Shoes once said, mm. "It's great to be young and an American." USA, baby. <laughs> Coming back strong. <laughs> We've got fireworks now. Uh, I always see the fireworks because uh, the in-laws live in the Poconos. And so when we go visit them, they got all the shops ready come summertime. <laughs> and it's, it's impressive when you go in there. It's crazy. Just a store full of fireworks. Like, God yeah. damn, it's, when, it's crazy. Um, years ago, I used to go to Myrtle Beach for 4th of July every year. And... My cousin lives over there, so he used to go spend some time out there. A bunch of people would go. We'd have, like, these big parties and just kind of rage for a week. It would get sloppy. But th- we'd go to the fireworks store and fucking load up. It's crazy. Like, legit, hundreds of dollars of fireworks yeah. we would buy. And then they would have these, like, videos playing, like, commercials for certain fireworks, certain types of fireworks. So, like, we'd see this commercial. And it's like it's like a toy commercial. It's like, go! And get your jester, <laughs> jester, one hundred mortars, all in one. Yeah. And you're like watching this, like holy shit! And like I remember I turning that. around. Like, I turned around to the guy behind the counter. I was like, "Sir, by any chance, do you have any jesters?" <laughs> and then, like you know, like one of the girls was just like, "What? Like wh- what? The- why would you even know what the fuck it's called?" Like watching the commercial, it fucking looks incredible. And guess what? It fucking was the jester. I don't know if they still make that. That was years ago. But if you're in the, the market for such a thing, the jester is where it's at. So funny, bro. <laughs> I love it. One year we went crazy and we bought, my dad was like, oh, bring bring some fireworks home. He gave me some money. It's like, oh, go in. So we stocked up one time. It was, we were fucking blowing off fireworks forever, bro. It was the longest fireworks display he ever saw, bro. Just kept going and going. It's like, Jesus, all right. You know, like when you're uh, kind of teenage years, you know, you, you get the jumping jacks and you think those are so fucking cool, right? You're, we would grab old action figures, you'd grow the old G.I. Joes that would have the hole in the back that you could stick their uh, accessory pack to. You take the one jumping jack, you push it into the back of the figure, you light it and you throw the figure, all of a sudden it goes off and the whole fucking figure explodes. I would never do that now. Look how much money we fucking wasted. We could have been <laughs> fucking rich. We could have been eat we could have been eating right and healthy and drinking fancy diet soda, but no, we blew up our fucking G.I. Joe figures because that's what fucking poor people do. Oh <laughs> uh, I never really played with fireworks because I had a, a fireworks incident when I was a child. A local boy on the block. Was shooting off fireworks. This is not a fun story. I just I'm gonna warn everybody. And uh I don't remember what happened, but uh he 
lit a firecracker and he threw it in my pants pocket. And I have burns on the side of my leg over here. And uh, it was crazy, bro. I was like maybe seven years old, 10, eight years old around there. Well, so I was never so like that. You know, I'm young. So after that, I was like, fireworks could suck my dick. We ain't playing with that no more. So you're anti-firework now. You know, I got just I watch it like oh, I mean, I love that. I love Katy Perry. You know, fireworks. <laughs> but, Gomez, let fireworks. me tell you, from from a Floridian man, fireworks don't burn people. <laughs> people do it. So yes. I think you need to quit with your regulation of fireworks, and just let the rest of the world decide how they want to do this. <laughs> I've not no listen. I I like watching a firework from the distance, but I'm not gonna run and uh, light it up or anything like that. Like you, you could have fun with it. I'll stand over here and watch it and go, oh, oh, you know, as they shoot up to the that, sky. That's what you, you're going. Oh, oh, that's you. And you're gonna as they shoot the up in the sky, I, I, I'm singing fireworks. Come on. <laughs> But you put your hand up like you're raising the roof. And... You point like, oh, look at the firework. <laughs> oh, shit. We need that drunk shark she brought to the Super Bowl to come out with us sometime. Bro, you don't point at the fireworks? Look at this, the hat. Look no, I'm busy that. smoking. <laughs> I'm busy smoking. Every time there's fireworks, you're smoking. Because that, I'm standing outside. It's a good time to smoke while I'm outside. Are you allowed to smoke in Florida places or no? Like you know, everywhere. Smoke, yeah. smoke inside, outside, left side, right side. Stores, funeral parlors. Walking to Walmart with a big <laughs> cigar, just fucking browsing. Yeah, like I'm a Dick Tracy villain. <laughs> yeah, see, yeah, we're just gonna get some of this bottled water now. See. I went last last time I was with the in-laws, we went to some cigar shop. You ever been in like a, a big fancy cigar store? Yes. Those things are fucking crazy, bro. Kind of in, fucking, kind of intimidating, actually. It's you walk in, the fucking humidifiers on, the mist is in the air. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, I don't want to touch nothing right now. Exactly. It's like going to a museum. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, it was crazy. Cigars are kind of expensive there. Like, my goodness. They can be, yeah. I was like, whew, because I don't. Well, I've maybe smoked two, three cigars in my life. You know, I'm every really... every now and then I'll partake in a cigar. You know, I um, I like it, but I need to have nothing to do. Sure, like, you just like to sit there. Or... It, it, it's got to be a kind of me and the boys sitting on the porch and sipping cognac type of thing. Ooh, are you wearing a robe or no robe? I'm not wearing anything. Oh, even better. Even better. Because you know what? At some point, you reach an age where you're like, you don't give a shit anymore. So you and your friends just all, you you know, you sit naked in the hot tub. You know, like that episode of South Park. There's nothing gay about a bunch of guys sitting naked in the hot tub. In the hot tub, bro. Anything goes. Exactly. All right. Yeah, I I figured you'd be wearing not a lot of clothes because, you know, when you lay on your bare skin rug, you know, I know you like to feel that fur against your fur, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Two bears just laying in the living room. Just, just, <laughs> just there posting thirst traps to Instagram. Uh, <laughs> you, uh, what you been up to besides New Year's this week, Joe? Anything going on? Oh my god! Week, right, kind of, kind of busy. Just in 
the sense that like I just wanted this year to be over. 2022 was a on paper a very good year. We had a lot of success with this podcast. I got to do a bunch of cool things. I'm a goddamn He-Man character, which when I say it out loud still doesn't seem real. But I, as a whole, I uh, it was an up and down year. I had a lot, a lot of downs in there, and I don't really talk about them too much. But I closed the year on a not so good um, on a not so good note, and I was just really happy to close out the year. And I'm hoping something will change in 2023 because I have that once a year hall pass to make it so, and then I can go and be happy and delightful and. And do things that I want to do, like post more thirst traps to Instagram. I want to do that. I want to be able to show off my nipples. Maybe maybe start an OnlyFans of just pictures of my toes. Mm. Stuff like that. Stuff that will make me feel fulfilled. I want more fulfillment out of what I do. Okay, that's not bad. That's good. 2022, uh, it was a rough year for the Gomez clan over here. A lot of, lot of ups and downs here. A lot of, lot of downs. So I'm with you with the uh, let's put this year behind us and let's try to have a good year. Although we've been saying that for the past couple of years, sadly. We've yeah, been trying to... it feels that way. <laughs> so we wasn't expecting 2022 to, to be another kick in the gut. So here's to 2023. Hopefully, you know, we uh, have some well, good stuff. The thing is, we've been doing this podcast for many years now. You know, yeah. this is like the longest running podcast longest running in the podcast. history of podcasts at this point. Yes, so, you know, we've said this quite a bit like, oh, let's hope, let's dream. Maybe let's not. Let's stop having hopes. Let's stop having dreams. Let's stop think thinking that things will get better. Maybe they won't. Maybe they won't. And when you get yourself excited, when you get yourself hopeful, what are you doing, Gomez? You're just you're setting, setting yourself, setting up, yourself for up for disappointment. <laughs> That's why we're Mets fans. We continually <laughs> set ourselves up for disappointment. Oh, you're also a Jet fan, so you're like really like there's just like no. <laughs> you got the Penguins at least, bro. <laughs> I got my three Stanley Cups, and I may need to die happy with that. Because that's I don't know the Jets. Whew, there's just there's always something with them. It's just something. It's, it's hard. Comical. It's comical how a, a team can change everything. They could change the coach, the GM, but they still do the same exact thing the for same, 20 years. A different quarterback it's, every year, a different coach same every play, year, and same everything, everything just happens it the same. makes no sense. It's like, what is going on? But, hey, right, the next 20 years could be amazing for Jet fans. It just happens like that, right? A no, it doesn't because we said that 20 years ago. But I mean, it does though because the Patriots were one of the worst franchises in, in the league, and now it's well, they're not prestigious. The Jets. But they used to be just as bad though in the eighties, early nineties. They were bad, but they're not the Jets. <laughs> but but maybe you know, maybe the Jets. I don't know what's being... so hard to comprehend here, like... <laughs> because sometimes something has to, something has to give at some point, right? It could be 50 years, it could be 100 years, but at some point, you know, things have to change. No, <laughs> doesn't have to. Nothing has to happen. Uh, just the law of averages, right? You, the you only figure, things you can control is nothing. are <laughs> death, 
Well, no, you can't control that. Taxes? Nope, can't control that. Can't control nothing, bro. You can control your tan. You can you can control how tan you look. I and, guess. And when you're as good looking as me, having a good tan is important. That's what you know. What? That's something I can control. That's something I'm going to work on in 2023. Is having a better tan. Oh, baby, you always got a good tan. What are you talking about? I always got that light Florida tan that I'm out in public enough where I do get a little color. So I'm not always pale, but I think it's time to get like old man at the pool every day tan. Oh, so like your Guido stage from yeah. 20 years ago. Which oh, is- when I was tanning. And, and <laughs> I wasn't I wasn't a Guido, though. I just looked really, really good. I mean, you're Italian. You're a Guido. That's what you do. You're... No, but there's a different level to that. Well, you were wearing, you know, fancy shirts. You had the spike. Come on, what are you talking about? Oh, I didn't have the sli- spiked hair. Sli- Come on, you slick it back. I didn't have yeah. the blowout or anything like that. Come on, <laughs> we're, we're making a, we're rewriting history here. Frosted tips, you know. <laughs> Well, no, because I went fully blonde. So that if I had the tips, it was just because they were growing out the roots. It grew out. It grew out. I had, I had to go back. It was damaging my beautiful hair. That's why I got got to wear this hat nowadays. It's good to have a gimmick that works with you at all times. Yeah, I, it wasn't a gimmick when it started. <laughs> Well, it's worked out for the best. Right? It's worked out well, yes. <laughs> I didn't plan on the mustache becoming a permanent part of it, but here we are. What's wrong with the mustache? You look great with the mustache. I've always hated myself with a mustache. Oh. But okay. now I look at myself and I I feel like I look stupid without it. I think as we get older, maybe maybe it, it suits your face better in your in your older age. I, I, I always hated how I how I looked with a mustache unless it was part of a larger growth of facial hair and when i grew this it wasn't meant to be anything it was to appease one person who asked that i do it at one point and because that just happened to fall in line with when we did the pbr commercial it was like okay shoes you need to look like this all of the time now (laughs) and i was just like oh okay it goes great though, bro. It's it's a perfect captain mustache, I gotta say. I, you know, I'm a perfect captain. I feel safe and secure with you at the helm, bro. With me at the helm, that's right. <laughs> I'm leading you into 2023 into all those new opportunities. Can't wait. Some exciting stuff. You know, people always say you can, you got got a couple choices here. Lead, follow, or get the fuck out of the way. I will be your leader. Get behind me, and I will take you to Valhalla. Valhalla. Come with me if you want to live, baby. You're damn right. (laughs) Uh, So let's talk about some stuff we watched, Gomez. It was the new year. So how about that Miley Cyrus New Year special? I did not watch. I watched some clips afterwards. Well, I watched clips afterwards. I wasn't watching I didn't watch live. But uh, we got to talk about our girl Paris Hilton coming out singing her smash hit, bro. What a way to end. Whoa. This is one of those things that. Amazing. Yes, I appreciate this. Yes, it's something like I would hope for. But I would never expect any kind of TV special, especially on New Year's, to go, you know what we're going to do? 
a medley of fucking Stars Are Blind by Paris Hilton from 2002 or whatever, where we actually get Paris Hilton in all of her worthlessness to come out and actually sing the last fucking verse. Oh, bro, in 2022, 2023, Paris Hilton is bringing in the new year. Amazing. Who would have Miley Cyrus singing there with Sia, who is fucking phenomenal. The and then all of a sudden, they're singing Stars Are Blind. And not only that, they bring out Paris. What? Like, great. You know what? Things great. We didn't need we knew. We didn't, we didn't know, know we yep. needed. And, and here we were. It was exactly what we needed to get us in the right frame of mind going into 2023. But that fucking show seemed to be a banger. Fucking Miley out there with Dolly Parton. They played all those fucking songs. I love when Miley sings Jolene. And I, I, Jolene's a fucking banger. I don't give it a is. shit what anyone says. I know everyone loves it. And it's become kind of cool to like Dolly Parton over the past couple of years. Like it's yes, that new thing. It is. She's kind of taken over for Betty White for the old white lady we all love and appreciate. 100%. But like she fucking deserves it. Dolly oh, is role, a yeah. fucking goddamn legend. She is. I didn't see... Did you see who was on with Brian Seacrest? I don't even know because he's got the you know the Dick Clark. He's like the the legacy. That should show. be the main one, right? Yeah, um, that's the legacy show. I didn't even. See I don't who know was if New Kids year. on the Block were on, but like they posted a video of them being on. So I don't know if it was this year or past years. Oh, okay, yeah. But I, uh, like we, we had it on at the party. We had the Dick Clark one on. Yeah, and then someone came over, or a couple people came over who were very into the Chick-fil-A peach bowl. And we needed to change the channel to that up until like five minutes before midnight. Hysterical. Well, yeah, that game ended as the ball was dropping, I believe. They lined up for a uh, a game-winning kick, and it was snapped like with four seconds on the clock, like as the ball was dropping. It was pretty really? crazy. Yeah, how that worked I, out. Listen, I... I for all of you guys who who live in these towns and give a shit about college sports, I'm sorry you don't you didn't grow up in real towns. I grew up in a real city, so I watch professional sports. Not a bunch of guys who were going to be fucking accountants in a couple weeks. Uh, I uh, I don't really watch a lot of college football, but I will watch the the playoffs. You know, I watched a little bit of the first game. I didn't watch that one. But uh, you know, it's exciting stuff. There were good games. I couldn't give a fuck. I mean, I don't give a fuck. I don't can't tell you what the score was. I right? but I just I was like, oh, New Year's is for the Winter Classic. Yes, it is. Except this year, we'll oh, pretend this one. Oh, it is. <laughs> it was cool seeing it at Fenway. I like that. This is the second one at Fenway now. They're starting cool. to reuse buildings now. It was really cool. I see they're going to do uh, Seattle next year. That'll be that, fun. That'll be cool how they set that up over there. I like that. No, I always like the aesthetic of the Winter Classic. You know, it helps idea. to have your own team involved in it. Um, Penguins just uh, aren't really good right now. They played a decent game, but uh, I kind of felt like they were always going to lose that game all along. Yeah. Especially once that. the goalie got pulled and, you know, you're already down your top couple defensemen. It's just, it's a, you know, it's an old team. It's hard. You know, I don't want to say it's hard to be a Penguins fan because it, it's not. We're We're spoiled at this point, but. You know, these things happen. Uh, I I watched a little bit of it. I do enjoy 
uh, getting into hockey now because now that uh, football is winding down, so now it's time to get into some hockey, some basketball, more. You know, get into speaking some of Ooh. the official basketball player of this podcast, Mister Donovan Spider Mitchell just put up <laughs> seventy-one fucking points in a game. Insane, bro! Insane. Our fellow Met fan, Donovan Mitchell. Poor bastard, living in Cleveland. Poor guy. Yeah. Ooh, that's got to be rough. But, hey, yeah, <laughs> it's a good team, at least. They're a great team. They're a lot of young players, and then they added someone like Mitchell, and it's uh, it's really working. They're going to be good for a whole bunch of years. It's exciting. The best thing to come out of that was Robin Lopez posted a tweet afterwards saying, just so everyone knows and doesn't forget, Robin Lopez and Donovan Mitchell combined for 72 points in this game. And he put like, he spelled out like hashtag historic moment. The Lopez boys, they're, they're good time. They're very yes, entertaining. They <laughs> oh, you excited for basketball? Our Bucks, you know, they're right in it, baby. We I uh... haven't been following it all. Oh, come on. Well, now it's time, okay? It's time to well, get Well, I got into this it. very important podcast. I got to talk about stuff and watch stuff. So I got to give people their pop culture every week. I just can't, don't have time to fit everything in. <laughs> Did you uh, fit any pop culture in this week, Joe? I did. I watched this documentary over on Peacock. I opened the Peacock app, Gomez, because I've been doing a rewatch of uh, Parks and Rec as I've been going Ooh. to sleep lately. Nice. Very and nice. this thing was right on the front page being recommended to me. And I said, oh, I guess I'm going to have to watch this. It is a Ric Flair documentary that mm. they have put out out of nowhere. And I guess it's just called Woo is the name of it. Woo, Sutton, Ric Flair, something. something like Becoming Ric Flair yeah, or something. Some shit like that. Now, it is well documented. I am not a Ric Flair guy. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> now, did you watch this? I know we yes, spoke I... about it. Oh, you did get it in. I did get it in, yes. As someone who is not a Ric Flair guy. A few years ago, we got that E60 or 30 for 30 on yeah. Ric Flair, which mm -hmm. I am shocked to this day people still think is good because I looked at it as the telling of the saddest man who ever lived. <laughs> I remember you saying that. <laughs> and like after that was done, I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe they agreed to this because it made Ric Flair look pathetic. I, you know, sorry if you don't agree, but it may and. And for all intents and purposes, Ric Flair is a pathetic old man. And this documentary did the same goddamn thing. This documentary basically is, is the same goddamn thing. There is nothing new in here. There's no new information. The, you know, even with like Ric Flair having his recent health troubles and all that, everything is just rehashed bullshit from every other Ric Flair thing you've ever seen. When I saw there was a Ric Flair documentary, I was like, but why do we need another Ric Flair documentary? Like, what, do, what are we doing here? How many times are we going to tell this story? We got it. We know the man's 100 years old, so we've told these stories lots of times. Yep. We don't need to keep going back to the Ric Flair well. I don't understand. Especially coming off the last time we've talked about Ric Flair is uh, 
the device documentary, right? With the uh, the plane ride from hell, which kind of like... Well, there was that, but then there was the Ric Flair's last match this oh, past yeah, that's year. that's right. They snuck where we all worried he gonna die. Yes. <laughs> you know? It's true. So, And then uh, they don't even really go into that. They like brush, they like bring it up. They're like, oh, and then, you know, 15 years later, Ric Flair had his real last match. It's like they should have yeah. ended with Poochie, that. Like it was a perfect Poochie ending. To his home planet. <laughs> It's just, uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't hate Ric Flair like you do. Like, he's fine. I enjoy some of his matches, of course. But uh, we were never WCW people. You know, we from the East Coast, New York. It was Vince McMahon territory here. So, Ric Flair, who the fuck like, is I'm Ric Flair? I'm not saying I don't like some of his matches or I think he was a shitty wrestler or anything like that. Like, nah. as a performer, Ric Flair is very, very good. He's not. You know, I have a hard time just even finding a way to get him into the top 10, even if you go post-1980, you know, the modern era of cable TV wrestling and all that. You know, I think he's very overrated by a lot of people because he never... And this is one of these things these documentaries try to do. They're like, oh, and Ric Flair's got such mainstream notoriety. Yeah, he was in fucking a couple of rap songs in the 2010s when he was already fucking done. He was done being relevant. It's true. Like, when he was, the, you know, the man, no one gave a shit. He wasn't Hogan. He wasn't Macho Man. He wasn't Ultimate Warrior. That's one of my things. Um, people who, I guess, around our age, whatever, who want to rate him so high, well, where are you rating it from? Because you just went back and you watched. You weren't in that moment. You weren't there like Ric Flair. It's just like you're watching a match. That's a good match. But you've seen 20 years of not good Ric Flair. Like, Ric Flair hasn't been, what, 92? The Royal Rumble? Like, is that the last Ric Flair moment that anyone really gives a fuck about besides his retirement Shawn Michaels match? Like, I mean, if you think about his whole when he returns to WCW run, it's not necessarily anything that fucking... Is there a classic the match? I mean, like his steamboat stuff from obviously '89, but even then, look at the buildings they were—they weren't working the United Center, whatever it was called before they built the United Center in Chicago. They're working like the UIC Pavilion, the college building, you know. So when Flair is, you know, they're running B towns. They're not running the Garden. They're running Nassau Coliseum, trying to compete with Vince, but not even filling the house. You know, stuff like that. And then he goes back to WCW in the early 90s. And, and there was nothing there. There's nothing. I mean, I guess like his best moment would be when he starts calling Bischoff a son of a bitch during that Four Horsemen reunion. Wow. Okay. But it led to nothing. Like, that's what I mean. Where's the, where's the iconic Ric Flair match post-92 to now? He's Because he wrestled nonstop that whole time. Yeah. He never stopped wrestling. He was no, that's around a good the whole point. time. Because once Hogan comes in, that's that it. becomes Hogan's company. Comes Hogan's company, then it turns to NWO time. Yep. So Ric Flair was on the backseat for 20 years. He wrestled 20 more years. And, and and when WCW was at its peak in 97 and 98, that, that's Ric Flair is not a reason no. behind that. No, that's Sting. That's Hogan. That's, that's not Sting. That's, that's Hogan. Goldberg. 
Goldberg, DDP. DDP, yeah. DDP was fucking huge. You know, yeah. Hall and Nash, like, it's those guys steering the ship. It's yeah. not Ric Flair. Ric Flair's way down in that car. They always try to give him something. They always did, but it never worked. It never led to anything, any memorable. That's what I mean. Like, I, you say the horseman stuff with Kurt Henning, right? Like, that's the most memorable stuff. Do you remember the match? Like, do you remember no, anything? No, just, just, uh, just the angle. Just the door. Yeah. Right? Like, you just remember the angle stuff. Like, I don't. And when you talk about Ric Flair, though, right? You're supposed to be talking about all this this greatness, these great matches and everything. Yeah. It's been a long time. Honestly, long time. You, you may be right. It may, because his run as WWE champion was not memorable. No. The Macho Man match is good at Mania. It's a good match. The Macho Man match is good. I guess his loser leaves town with Mr. Perfect is, is you know, it's good. It's fine. It's not necessarily legendary or anything like that. When he comes back after the merger, after Vince buys out WCW, I mean, the last match at WrestleMania against Sean obviously is That's good. That's it. His retirement match. That's it. And he had an and, Undertaker match in there. That's about it, right? He had, he had there was some the, things. There was a WrestleMania match with the money in the bank where you're like, what the fuck is Ric Flair doing in here? Yes, he had a ladder and, match with Edge, a TLC match with Edge one time. So there's little mo, but that's not a fucking roar. Like, that's on a... Yeah. Like, you know, like we ain't rem- I'm remembering because I fucking collect this stuff, and I'm like, oh yeah, I remember. But an average person be like, what? Ric Flair had a, a TLC match with Edge on a fucking Monday Night Raw. What are you talking about? You don't remember that shit. That's not memorable. That's no, what it's, it's, so that's what I mean. When it comes to Ric it's Flair, it's one of those things. Like if I if you bring it up, someone goes, oh yeah, that's yeah, right. Okay, I kind of remember that, but you're listing Ric Flair stuff. Come on, so that's what I mean. Ric Flair, bro, he's good. It's great. A lot of great matches. I'm not going to say I'm great, but come on. Way overblown. I agree with you. He would definitely not be in my top 10. I don't even know. Maybe top 20, I guess, maybe. I mean, maybe. But, but I, I, I look at Sting that way, too. WCW was not the main show. Sting definitely didn't have the mainstream appeal of all these other guys. Sting is, for lack of a better term, the big fish from the small pond. Yes. You know, he ne- he never had to be he he got to be the top guy because he didn't have other top guys really around him. I agree. Sting was never, you know, he's cool, he's fine. I prefer Stang, you know. Yes. <laughs> Fuck Sting. <laughs> you know, but I mean just off the top of my head like Hogan, Savage, uh Brett, Sean, Undertaker, John Cena, Stone Cold, The Rock, Chris Jericho, Brock Lesnar. Triple H. Triple H. You know, like, if you really want to, you know, go, like, all Edge, Rey Mysterio. uh, There are a lot of people there who I think can make a claim to being more important and more influential to the business than Ric Flair. Like, listen, back in the day, sure, but there's a period where now we go to the the next phase of wrestling where Ric Flair... Doesn't matter anymore, and that's definitely you know. Yes, I. That's where we at. Once we stop these documentaries, then we could just you know move on. The sad little man who had to live his gimmick, fucking idiot. You know, and the one thing that always gets me, always gets me, is from that thirty for thirty documentary where they interview his daughter Charlotte, and she basically says, "I started wrestling." Because my brother died, and I thought I could make my dad love me if I was in wrestling. Like, that's, for all intents and purposes, that's what she says. And 
that's when like I guess he all of a start all of a sudden starts caring about his daughter and it's like holy fuck like no one else finds that to be like somewhat problematic <laughs> she says in this one that you know she had a relationship because dad was home more so you know her and Reed got a lot of a lot of that love that uh wasn't passed around back in the day but no, she she says all the time, you know, her brother died and she does this for him and I guess for Rick and I mean, that's it's nice of her to do that, you know, I guess. But Were you upset with the lack of Conrad Thompson in this documentary? Uh, you know, do you think that they would who you know, is this a It's obviously with a WWE, WWE obviously right? if it's on Peacock. That's what I mean. It's Peacock. I didn't notice like with the other one we watched that time. I mean, but, they had uh, Megan I just uh, do they not like Conrad over there? Like, is he like? Uh, well, he used to have the show on the network with Bruce, and then they canceled oh that. yes, that's right. They did try to do that for a little bit. And Something he still else that to sh- wrestle with, and he still does his show where he don't talk about nothing now because he's on the oh, contract. Bruce? Yeah. Well, Bruce sometimes doesn't even do the show, and they I got to put in some highlight mm-hmm. package because he's too busy. That's crazy. <laughs> oh. Paul Bruce. But that was the same thing with Jeff Jarrett. Jeff Jarrett started uh he went back to WWE 15 minutes, all of a sudden his podcast got really really boring. So silly. You know, now now he could take shots at Max Caster and whoever else on <laughs> He's got a big title match this week, bro. Jeff Jarrett going for the tag titles with your boy Jay Lethal <laughs> teaming back. Ugh. Cool. <laughs> Oh, I know you're excited. <laughs> Very. So, yeah, I didn't really watch much this week. I did watch the Flair documentary just because it popped up on my feed. But for the most part, I've just been, uh, you know, just kind of getting through, you know, I reaped the rewards of all my hard work of 2022, kind of let it settle. And it almost feels like I took a week off. Yeah, we didn't watch much. Watched the movie or two. Uh, so we saw Netflix has this new show. It's the number one show on Netflix. It released on New Year's. We watched an episode last night. It's called Kaleidoscope. Joe, have you heard of this show? I have not. So it's this show. I don't know much about it. I saw some people talking about it because it's a heist show. It's about a heist. Okay, I- I'm uh, I'm listening. Right, so it's about a heist, so that's cool. I'm like, all right, I like people stealing shit and elaborate stuff, right? So it's eight episodes. Every episode title is uh, a color. So white, red, yellow, black, green, something like that. Okay. Because um, the name of it is Kaleidoscope. So like this, a Kaleidoscope, okay. right? All the colors are Kaleidoscope, exactly. So the hook to this show is that you can watch any episode in any order of this series, and it's supposed to just flow, just, that's just a gimmick. You watch one episode, I watch one episode. Doesn't mean we're going to watch the same exact episode to start the show. And everyone has a different kind of playlist, and supposedly the story just syncs up because you're jumping from different times. It's like a 20-year storyline. So we started, and it was 17 years before the heist. And someone was in jail. Does everybody have the same starting point then? No, this is what I was going to complain about. So we watched the first episode. Everyone has the same end point. It always ends with episode white, which is the heist. 
Okay. So the other seven episodes are different times. So it might be six weeks before the heist, seven years before the heist, ten years before. So it just jumps so around. The thing is, we'll all end up at the same endpoint. Yes, but we'll get but different destinations. We can't talk about it in between because your playlist will be different from mine. So I will have seen stuff you might not have gotten to yet, and vice versa. Yeah. So like when someone was talking about the episodes, their list was different than my list. When I push play. It started with, I think, Green. And now, Green is 17 years, and it's like a jailbreak episode. So you don't select it. It just gives you, you a just push play playlist. Yeah, you just push play, and it is what it is. Oh. So I was very interested in this, because this is a very interesting way to tell a storyline. You know, a new concept, for sure. So I'm, I was like, okay. So we watched the first episode, and it was interesting. And it, you know, it wasn't bad or anything. But... I feel that you should have everyone should have the same start and end point, and then it gets jumbled. You know, you find out someone betrayed someone, but maybe he was betrayed first, you know, but you don't see it till the seventh episode, but you mm -hmm. saw it first. So, stuff like that. But so, this guy's in jail. Uh, he's trying to break out of jail. He sees someone in the jail. He's very upset. Oh my God, this guy set me up. So, it's like a lot of, like, you're getting a lot of information. That it's like, oh, well, if I just knew this person for five minutes before, it would mean a lot more to me. You yeah, know? yeah. So I'm gonna continue with it, but I don't know. I, I lost a little I lost a little steam since it uh since I heard the concept. I was all like, let's go, this is gonna be so fun. First episode, I'm like, eh, I would have liked to start somewhere else. So I'm interested to see if other people are watching this show. It is the number one show on Netflix. I heard people talking about it. I pump it on. Number one show. So that's cool. Um, I would like you. You don't have to watch the show, but I'm interested to see if you go onto Netflix, what your list of um, of episodes would be to see how different it is. You know, uh, I, I'm i not going to lie. I am kind of interested. I'm intrigued. Yes. I, I don't know that it's something that, you know, obviously is going to be like top of my list, but it's definitely something I'm going to check out now because now. Yeah. I want. I want to see what happens. Like yeah, for me, for my experience, not necessarily the show. It's a, it's a heist, you know. Yeah. I love heist stuff, but I, I will check this out. Good. I want uh, be interested. I, we're gonna stick with it, but uh, you know, I've cooled down, so they gotta win me back now. So I you've only watched the one episode so far. One episode, yeah. Okay. And I forget right. the next episode was starting. I forget the jump, but it was. It was totally. It was a lot of years different. I remember because mm -hmm. I started seventeen years before. So I don't know. We'll see. Number yeah, one I, show. Uh, I really haven't had my fingers on the pulse. I don't know if I'm missing a bunch of new stuff that came out. I figure I New Year's so. a good time for new streaming stuff, right? Yeah, people getting the last I, couple of days of their vacation before school has to get back in session and stuff. So. I guess, but I could also see it being a time where something gets lost in the shuffle, right? Because yeah. people are busy. So that's why I wasn't expecting to have anything to watch this week. And then I, I saw people talking about it a couple of days before. And then when I pumped it in, it, it's the number one show. So people are watching it. I think it's because it's that hook, you know? Like we watched that uh, New Day Undertaker thing, right? Because it was a choose-your-own-adventure. Yeah, yeah, so it was yeah. like. And uh, I've done, I haven't mentioned it, but like Netflix has other kind of choose your own adventure stuff, but like with trivia. So like you, uh, 
you're a cat cat burglar, so you're trying to break into a museum, and it's like you got to climb the fence. But if you click the wrong answer, you get electrified with the fence, and now you got to find another way in and shit like that. So like I'm, I'm not dead from being electrified by the fence. It's a cartoon, so it's like oh, okay. like over the top silly kind of thing. So they're trying different ways to uh, give us our content. Gotta give it up for that. I'm into that. Yeah, I mean it's. I it just I don't know how much I enjoy it because they even the Undertaker and New Day thing was I don't know it's it was I okay just, it was... I want to sit back and and have the story told to me I don't want to be guessing the story or oh do you want to go this direction or that direction yes because then you're like oh did I make the wrong choice I gotta see oh I yeah like, like do I gotta downstairs. go back and hit you know do I gotta go back and maybe choose the other way like did I miss something like I you know and then like a lot of times like. I want to just sit back. I don't want to. I don't want to think. Like, don't make me think while I'm trying to be entertained. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you. But I, uh, I just feel there's so much content. If you do something different, I'm gonna give you a shot, right? There's so much shit to watch. If you're gonna go, hey, here's a gimmick. I'm into a gimmick, right? Who don't love a gimmick? Sure. That's that's why uh, TNA does lockdown every year. <laughs> Bro, it's good shit. I love a lethal lockdown match. They put the cage on top. Oh, my goodness. Ooh. And there's weapons on the top of the cage. <laughs> TNA. God bless. 20 years. They've been around 20 years, bro. You would have never guessed that, right? There's nope. no way you would have guessed that this fucking company, even if people ain't watching it, it's still around, though, bro. I mean, hey, after the first ever TNA show, I thought this company would have lasted 20 minutes. <laughs> It's true. <laughs> oh goodness. Um, and uh, I guess that's yeah, I really watch much because like I said, it's New Year's. We're just kind of chilling. Yeah. So uh what about next week? We got anything going on for next week? Obviously, we'll check out a little more of this kaleidoscope show on Netflix. Yeah, and then I was gonna ask you, so do you want to do like a watch along? Because we watch a lot of stuff at the end of the year, so I don't know if you're like all if you, you need a little break to just kind of chill no, and watch whatever you want. Let's watch. jump into something. What do we got? Oh, I mean, I don't know. I had a couple things. I figured we could uh, we'll throw out a couple ideas here. We could do maybe a couple themes, you know. Uh, maybe we I should just th- put up a poll on our social medias and let That's people decide. Give us some choices. So I was thinking we could do like um, maybe a couple episodes where we watch some sequels we didn't know about you know like uh joe there's a mean girls too you ever seen Mean girls too wait i'm sorry <laughs> yeah there was a uh direct to vod kind of uh thing i think maybe 10 years ago or something probably like 2012 ish i think and uh, they made a mean girls too can you believe it it follows uh <laughs> katie in jail like i don't remember uh <laughs> I don't remember what it's about. I don't think I've seen it, but I remember seeing about it and going, what the fuck? And there's tons of other things that we could watch like that in that vein. So that could be one topic. I thought maybe what's a thing you watched a lot as a kid, Joe, that you love that you haven't seen in forever? Tiny Toon Adventures, How I Spent My Summer Vacation, direct-to-video movie. (laughs) Uh, Okay, because I was thinking like, there's things I grew up on that I probably haven't watched in 
fucking 25 years, right? Probably. That, that was the first thing that came to mind. Um, you know? That like was a VHS that like, we, we bought, and we just, like, my brother and I absolutely wore out when we were kids. So I figured, like, maybe something like that, right? That would be fun. Doesn't have to be Tiny Toons. It could be Tiny Toons, of course. But like, what else? Maybe you could think other? of something else, and you know, between next week, you know, like I haven't seen Neverending Story in forever. I've never That's, seen it. That movie, fucking, you know, it's probably why the way I am because, boy, this movie's gonna scar you, bro. Oh, I don't <laughs> want. I don't want. Then I don't want to see it. It's you're gonna be like, this is for children. There's no way this is for children. Can't like, be like RoboCop. Robocop like, was when, I was, when I was a kid, I thought <laughs> Robocop was, you know, like great and whatever. And then, like, he, you know, he had a cartoon, he had toys. Robocop was part of the mainstream. And then it's like, you watch that fucking movie and you're like, what the fuck? The first day I saw Robocop unedited changed my life, bro. That fucking movie. Whew, what a movie, bro. <laughs> Unbelievable. It's a great movie. Oh. And so then in the same kind of vein, our other choice could be maybe something we haven't seen, but not a childhood thing, maybe a little later on in life, something that we maybe, you know, in our 20s, they're like, yo, remember this? Like, have you seen Inception in a long time? Like, Never seen it. You see, like something like that. That's like, oh, you know that what's was a movie I watched all the time? And I haven't seen it in a very long time, but it's still something I will quote. This will be the 31-year anniversary of this movie, Wayne's World. You see? Something like that. You see? That's exactly Wayne's World was a movie I got for Christmas one year during the McDonald's Holiday Spectacular. Where they had a couple movies available for $4.99 if you bought an extra, an extra value meal. You get a, a VHS copy of a real movie. That's a good promotion. And I got Wayne's World for Christmas one year. And man, that movie was terrific. To 11 or 12-year-old me, that shit was the king. So good. See, so that's good. So something like that. So we're going to put up a poll this week, and uh, we'll have some fun for the the remaining weeks of January here. Watching some fun stuff. Mm. Because I don't think there's any new releases. I mean, oh... If you want to go see a horror movie this week, you nope. want to go to the... <laughs> you sure? Because there's this pretty, horror yeah, pretty movie. Sure. Pretty sure. It's called it's called Megan. It comes out this week, I think. Now I really don't want to see it because I hate all Megans. Oh, there is no the such guy. thing as a good Megan out there. No such what thing. If, what if I told you the guy who gave us Malignant has something to do with this movie. No, nope, that... I'm good. <laughs> so yeah, we'll do a poll and we'll we'll figure some stuff out. Uh, but until then, Gomez, let's hit some music. Oh, hitting it, baby. It's now time for the big finish. All right, yo, it's big finish time. Are you ready to spin this wheel? Let's go. Spin it! Oh, 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 all right. Today's big finish, TV Moms. That's a good one. 
Here we go. Yeah, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in talking about the dads that we forget yes. all about the moms. And you need moms as well. They're the ones who really hold it together, right? The dad's usually a bumbling idiot, and it's really the mom who's really keeping things together for the family. Hmm. I'm trying to think, like, where would I even start? I know. That's what I mean. It's so There's so many great moms. Where am I starting? I guess maybe... Hmm. Who's a great mom? I you feel know bad now, right? I feel, I feel bad because... It's taking the, a while to answer. The one that's coming to mind for me real quick is, and it's because I've been listening to that Pod Meets World podcast, so I keep thinking Amy Matthews from Boy Meets World, but she really wasn't a big part of the show. She was there and she was present, but the show was really based around the relationship between Corey yeah. and Feeney and Corey and his dad. So uh, the mom did not necessarily have a big part of that show. When I think I used to love Harriet Winslow from Family Matters oh, yeah. because she would always clap back at Carl. And I thought she was always really good and really funny. Um, the original Aunt, Aunt, Viv. Aunt Viv from yes, the original Aunt Viv. Yes, always number one, always. Uh, you know, I think Peg Bundy, but like Peg Bundy, like classic kind of character, but not iconic in the way that Al was. Like Al became an iconic character on that show. The, um, uh, the mom from that 70s show, Kitty, right? Oh, she's a, yeah. She's a great, great mom. mom. She's a great mom. You know, and that 90s one. show, we spoke yes. about it before. She looks like That's she's going to be a great up. grandma. That's starting up on Netflix uh, next week or the week oh. after. Let me, we'll check. Maybe we'll yeah. have to throw it on the schedule there. Who else here? Almost out of time here. Who else here? Let's see. Hmm. You know, do you Maybe consider, like, more. everyone always brings up Homer Simpson. Do you consider Marge Simpson a great TV mom? Mar uh, you know, she is. Because Homer's a fucking idiot, right? And so she deals with a lot of shit. Yeah, so and that's why she snapped in that episode. <laughs> that's a good one. That is um, the mom for Modern Family. She's a great mom. I forget her name, uh, Dumphy, Claire Dumphy. There you go. I, I don't watch the show. It's a good show. I think you would like it. I've, I've, I, think, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a single episode of that show. I think you would like it. We like the show. It's funny. It's good. Um, I mean, those are my three. If I do that, I guess that's a good three. All right, I'm good with those three. I'm, I'm trying to think, like maybe we like, probably forget someone so. I can't believe, like we're probably forgetting someone. Like, oh, what about you? What, um. The Goldbergs, right? That mom. Oh mom? my God! Right? Yes, absolutely. I know you love that shit, Goldberg. There you go. See that? <laughs> she is phenomenal. Right? You don't think when, of uh, Wendy McClendon Covey, who does uh, Beverly Goldberg? Wow. Yeah. Like she's great. And the, but the thing is, like, I'm trying to think, like, you know, through history. You know, like, yes. So I'm not thinking. No, you know, exactly. You don't. You, you never think current. Like, well, what about for you, like Lorelai Gilmore or something? You know, she's a great mom. She is. That is a good one. See, I wasn't even thinking that. You see that? She is a great. It's you just know, TV. You go... It's not sitcom. It's just TV. So that's yeah. the thing, too. Is I'm over here thinking sitcom. Meanwhile, it's all a TV. And yes, Lorelai Gilmore would be a great mom. What about uh, Linda Belcher? You're a big Bob's Burger guy. <laughs> Linda Belcher's a great mom. <laughs> she is definitely up there. Oh, Bob's Burger is fantastic. <laughs> uh, I wasn't a big uh, all-in-the-family guy, 
but uh, sure. Edith Bunker will be uh, would have to. Yes, be on I'm that sure list. she would be on people's list, but I never was. Uh... You know who? You know who's going to be on there for me? I used to watch a lot of this show as a kid because it was always in reruns. Uh, Mrs. Cunningham from Happy Days. You know that's a very good one. That is, yes, I watched Happy Days with my mom back in the day. Yes, that's funny. You know, I always liked that she was the only person who could get away calling the Fonz Arthur. Yes, that's right, Mrs. C. Yep. Don't be disrespectful, bro. <laughs> love it. I love. That's a good. We got a good Literally list. Go. Yeah. Our quasi disrespectful had to think about it <laughs> list of best TV moms. <laughs> I blame myself because I just instantly just thought sitcoms and I wasn't even thinking big picture. And there's just so many, so many there. Yeah. God damn. There you go. God bless the moms. Shout out oh. to all the moms out there. Yes. May you all have your, your own day one day. You deserve it. One day. You know what? Yet, this though. is 2023. This is the year of new ideas. I say we enact at some point in 2023. A Mother's Day. That's a fucking really good idea, bro. They really I'm, deserve I'm it. I have an idea, man. I'm they really idea, deserve man. it. I can't believe we waited over 2,000 years to come up with this idea. And this is this is it. Great idea. 2023, 2023 This is the year Woo! we give you Mother's Day. You're good. You're good, bro. Why don't Thank you give you us some plugs? <laughs> We are off to a hell of a start for 2023. Thank you for everything from 2022. And even before, remember to follow us on all the social media at Car Jomez. Subscribe to this podcast wherever it is that you're listening to it. Leave a five-star review and screenshot it to us. Tweet it to us at Car Jomez, and we'll send you one of the very few last remaining Car Jomez 8x10s if you do. You can follow all of my shenanigans at the Joe Shoes, the Gomez one five four Instagram and Twitter, and we will be back a week from now with some actual content for you. We're going to be checking that kaleidoscope, and also make sure you look to our social media to vote in whatever poll we put up, and you can help us select what we watch next week. How's that sound? Sounds great, folks. Can't wait. That's next week, and that's a Mori Cowboy. Peace.